there, sand friends. Welcome into the Adam's Sandbox. Uh, it's kind of like a cat's litter box. Uh, each week, with no owner to clean it up, there's a little bit more poop in there. Should we, as the disciples of Adam Sandler, the Sandlerites, the if you will... The denizens of San Francisco. Should we be tasked with cleaning up the poop? Or should we continue to revel in it, in this, in this proverbial poop, as we have done so far? I apologise for that metaphor. I'm Luke... And I'm in anger management. Verbal poop. Nah, we don't have to clean up that cat's litter, but we do have to put adorable fat outfits on it. <laughs> and then, I, lo- I was delighted by that cat. Uh, yeah, that was great. I-, I thought it was CGI at first. It took me a little bit to realize it was a real cat. You know, that cat was so cool with everything that was happening. It's so hey, fat. Hey, who, who are you? Who am I? Oh, I'm Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that was a really No, I, I really I was thinking about like what can the thing be it's like, I don't fucking care. No, this movie doesn't feel like it has that many of those things. I don't know. I'm uh, done well, I'm done to tour. I just jumped out of a tree onto this couch. Damn it, mine was gonna be well I'm Morgan and I was part of a twelve hour <laughs> war and I saw some things. I'm Louise Guzman. <laughs> I should wear better shirts. Look, look, we're coming in hot in this podcast and those characters came hot in every scene. Guys, because they were guys, in. I just like to say is Louise Guzman like part of the crew now? Part you know, I think you made some extent. I think you became buddies with Louis Guzman uh, <laughs> while he was making um, uh, Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. And he's like, can I be your next movie? Well, yeah. John Turturro is also definitely in more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's in uh, uh, the, the Zohan. He's in Zohan. Yes. Yes. He's yeah. one of the main characters in that, isn't he? Yeah. But, yeah. Those, those are like two people that are like, they don't need to do these movies. They've been in other good movies. It's like character actors. They probably just They're like... They're having a good time. They just like Adam Sandler's movies, I think. And they play... Like, like Woody Harrelson also didn't... Man, yeah. Woody Harrelson <laughs> was so good in this movie. Woody, I love Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is treat. playing a ridiculous character. I'm not sure if I like the character, but, like, Woody Harrelson no, was good. that's what I mean. He acted the shit out of that. Like, he was he was well acted by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and, like, that that, that is... This the, movie was full of good actors. Like, this movie... These movies... <laughs> Why, though? I don't... Yeah, I Jack don't... Nicholson, What's going on, man? Yeah, this movie was full. He used to be like great. They're talking about Jack Nicholson, Woody Harrelson, Louis Guzman, and all that. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. None yeah, of Marissa these people. Tomei, none of these people. Adam Sandler. We watched Punk Trail. Adam Sandler's a good actor. But like, none of those people needed to be in these movies. They've done way better work. They clearly knew this wasn't like they must have known that it's not. It's not great. It's just like it's just a bit of fun, and that is admirable to be honest. It's kind of fun. I think. I mean, uh, Kevin Nealon's in another one. Just Kevin Nealon. He loves these movies. Yeah. Also, um, uh, the Woody Harrelson thing, just just while we're talking about it, ticks that box. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, just take the... He's the... playing... Honestly, okay, so Woody Harrelson, I've been really so, so... jumping in halfway through the movie. Well, hang on. First of all, let's just briefly... I can recap this movie very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to spoil the ending of the movie, uh, if you haven't seen it. Uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, a man's partner sets him up... A man who has... He's just a normal guy, doesn't oh, really man. have any anger issues, gets set up to have anger management, which uh, subsequently makes him very, very angry, and then less angry uh, for some reason. Yeah. I'm... And that's the and Jack Nicholson is the insane person who's he's like therapist, and that's the movie. I would say this what it, what it is, is it's a partner, uh, basically like basically like trying to purposefully ruin his life to make his life better. Like, it should never it's, have worked. The fact that it no. works is insane. Well, she says, when she explains at the end, she's like, oh, I saw, you know, how, like, how difficult it was for you and, like, how frustrating it was. Like, he wasn't getting anywhere in life. And it's like, how is this the solution to that? But, like, yeah, no, this did, movie... I uh, this movie, movie makes no sense. anger management? Did he have that implosive, like... 
Like, was it all internal? Was did he actually have it? I, or think, was that, I mean, did he, he exhibited, never have it. He exhibited like that implosive anger, but every time it wasn't his fault. People, yeah. The person he was, the person he was yeah. interacting with, was being a piece of shit. Yeah. That fucking flight attendant. It's like no, 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 no. This is he's behaving reasonably. She was in so, on it. This movie, no, I know, but this, like yeah, this movie, like but so was that so was that blind guy. But like, that's he, like, he could see, so he just pretended to get hit by the tennis ball that Kevin Neal threw at him. Yeah. I think we need because we need to be careful to try to collect together this movie because this movie is like. It was a bit of a journey. Like I had this, seen, this, I had seen it before. We saw it in cinemas. You and I, I saw it in cinemas when we were kids. But like I, I was like fifteen, sixteen. I came upstairs while I was watching this and was talking to Googie. It which, made you, it made you angry, didn't it? I was this movie my, made me angry. I was talking to my roommate, and it was just, it was making me so mad. Yeah, like, it was annoying me so much to the point I didn't want to keep watching it. So like I went through stages with this movie. Maybe this is a. Maybe it's supposed to feel like you're going through some form of therapy. It is. Because it's like, you're watching this and it's just annoying me. I'm like, this is not fun. This is yeah, borderline. Was... This is a borderline psychological thriller. I actually... All you need to do is change the music and the tone and it is a psychological thriller. I felt sorry for Adam Sandler's character. Which yeah, is so like this rarely happens. This movie, this movie did like genuinely uh, at times... I actually made a note because I remembered at the beginning, I'm like, I remembered, I'm like... Oh, this movie is a setup. This whole thing is a setup. I, I remember I, from when I was seeing it younger. I thought maybe, but I no, couldn't I remember it. I remember it completely. Which, which honestly like, was fun because I'm actually. It's. I feel like it's not that common anymore that these movies that we're watching, these Adam Sandler movies, have directions where they're going that we maybe don't anticipate or that are somewhat interesting. Well, so that that was. I did like that. I'm glad well. that I remembered it was a setup because at the point where the end, where like his his girlfriend dumps him and starts, like, dating... It's just like, I'm like, man, I'm glad I remember this was a setup, or this would have made me really angry. Oh, I was... Yeah, no. I was... But that's the thing, yes, though. I, I like, didn't know. I had seen this movie. I was like, this is... Like, I was like... Works. The entire time, I'm like, I don't know if I trust him or not. It and then works it, it, it got to sense. a point where it's like, oh, no, I don't trust so this guy. I it works because you feel what Dave Busnick is meant no, to feel. Yeah. But, look, do you, do, you, do you want to hear... Okay, so I maybe thought... I, at that point, I wasn't quite sure what the ending is. I wasn't 100% sure, so I was... Pretty riled up by it. I would say, like, my coming out of this movie, I said, this movie is a, a real piece of work. Yes. It's, it's a real piece of work. You go through some stuff. You go through some stuff. But the thing, the, like, to, to sum up how it affected me as a person that maybe wasn't sure that it was going to end well, as you kind of were. Yes, I remember. I fully remember Getting that it was to that setup. scene, as we're getting to the point where he was, like, the, pro- the proposing in the stadium thing, I was like, this movie could end with Adam Sandler's character... Uh, like blacking out and brutally murdering uh, Buddy's character, and I would be okay with that. And I would like that movie. Yeah. That would be like it would be almost like a, a like harrowing, insane delving into like anger and things like that. Like that would be an interesting movie. Like I mean, like 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 fucking Tarantino murders him. Like he pops, See, I re- and that would be good, right? Yeah, I that remember. would be a good movie. I mean, he could have just the bit where he just. I'm like, oh, I kissed her for ten minutes, and then he attacks it and it cuts to black. That's yeah, the end. No, no, no. Or no. like a cut, like no, later. Like it's like, he was murdered. Ten minutes, and he like slams his head like against the edge of a coffee table, and like splits his head open, and like blood shoots out everywhere, and then like music kind of dies down, and it goes, and it just moves out. Like, imagine that there's just the tone suddenly changes, and he full on murders him. Be crazy. I. It would be a good movie. It, uh, I mean, it would be a very... It would really take a turn. It would really surprise me because like, there's a point in this movie where I turn to uh, Googie and I'm like, I don't know how this movie's going to end. I, I don't know if it's going to be happy. See, I, don't, yeah. I, remember, I don't know I, what's going to happen. I remember the ending as well. But I, yeah. but I also... It makes me wonder as well because I got bored watching this movie because I remember oh, yeah. it was a setup, And also, this movie ran longer than most of these do. An hour at 46. an hour and 40. Yeah, it's hour like 45. They, so took, they, they didn't have to puff out it. When we say longer, it's much. still 105 minutes. Well, this? Not that long by today's standards. It, But it felt like 
the story that was told in this could have been told in way less time. Oh, yeah. Well, this movie wasn't written by the Hurley boy. This was, was, a, se- this yeah. was a second screenplay of it wasn't whoever, whoever David wrote Dorfman. this. It wasn't a super tight... It wasn't a very tight, like, no. screenplay. But it was, but, like, it was... It was smarter than the other it was movies. Good to get Jack like, Nicholson. The, the, like it, it is. Yeah, yeah, but Jack Nicholson isn't as discerning as he used to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jack none Nicholson. of them are. Look at fucking Robert De Niro makes some real steamers these days. Like those, those classic, like, like legendary actors have really they uh, they're slumbering it a little bit. They just need the money. Well, no, but I think they just they're strange people. Like he probably Jack Nicholson's a huge movie. weirdo. Like Jack Nicholson is a huge weirdo. Like the idea that Jack Nicholson is a good actor is one thing. The idea that he has particularly good taste and is, like, a, a normal person is not true. Do you, do you know who think. Jack Nicholson was in this movie? Who? He was uh, Trevor from GTA 30 years later. Yeah. The, ca- the characterization, the way that he portrays uh. it, the way that he portrays it, if, like, watch it that way, just, like, it's not so much, like, his personality. Trevor is so much more unhinged. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's it's yeah. not, like... He's not a fucking, like, insane, murderous well, well, meth dealer. But the way the character... Like, the, the characteristics, like, the mannerisms are super, like, Stephen O. Yeah, it's like the... Per- it's literally who like... plays Trevor, if well, people but, didn't know But that. it's basically just a person who is maybe, like, just the craziest, most angry person in the world, and they decided that they that made them somehow uniquely talented to help people. But then that. the question... Which, which relatable, re- relatedly, we're going to have to bring this up at some point. This movie was made into a TV show. Yes, I didn't realise uh, that that's what this yes. was. And they got Charlie Sheen to play his character, which makes sense. Okay. Charlie Sheen is like, the idea that Charlie Sheen could help anyone yeah. control their emotions is Except insane. I looked into this because I was curious from what, like, looking just briefly, like, reading, like, the synopsis of the TV show. It's not the same. It's not remotely. It's The only similarity is, oh, it's a guy who's, a, like, a kind of an unhinged guy who's... Yeah. Literally, it's the only similarity. Yeah, see, the I, character's not even named the same. Like, oh, guess what Charlie Sheen's character's name is? Your Idel. No, Charlie something. Oh, okay. Because so, Charlie Sheen yeah. can't play characters just, that have the same assumed, first name as him, apparently. I don't, I don't think... It's based... I didn't even assume I don't it's think based was, I don't think you're probably right. Does he not respond to names that are Charlie? Like, does he not understand that part a, of acting? I think that's very plausible. Like, he's taking so much drugs that, it, that like, they tried, though, like, they called him Buddy, and he's like... <laughs> but it's not even Charlie <laughs> Rodell. Buddy? I'm Charlie. It's not even Charlie Rodell. It's a completely different name. It's is it also, Charlie Sheen? But yeah, I, no. I, didn't, also, I didn't think that movie, that TV show was based on the movie. I just thought it had the same name. I didn't it's, think it was based. It's, 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 it's very tangentially. It's, it's literally like a TV executive who's like, you know who's a memorable character? Uh, Jack Nicholson's character from the 2003 Adam Sandler movie, Anger Management. <laughs> to which most people would respond, I disagree. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I feel like it was more like, you know what would be funny? A person with anger management being an anger management counsellor. That's similar to anger management. All right, we'll steal their name. And just, we'll just pay them that's, something, that's, I guess. At that point, it's not an adaptation. It's just like you're inspired by that thing. Why, why isn't that? Know, like, isn't that, why isn't the, that? Only, the only thing I know about anger management other than that, and Oliver, I'm pretty sure you know this fact as well, that show ended after 100 episodes. Two seasons. The first season was like six episodes. The second season of that show was 94 episodes. <laughs> We figured out why that was, right? It's, it's no, like, I don't think that we did. No, but isn't it... A 100% syndic- just syndication. It's a syndication thing, yeah. I think so, yes. Uh, but it was just... But, but why? It's just... Fuck, it, just keep churning them out. Uh, but it was... I mean, that's may, what we're doing. They may, not be the exact, they may not be the exact numbers, but it was in the 90s. Like, yeah. season two was 90-something episodes, which is... Okay, I don't... I guess I don't really understand TV production, so there's probably a reason. Um, but oh, it just seems really weird to me. Hey, so this movie also... This movie came out in 2003. Yep. Uh, so in the scene where, like, the first scene where the anger stuff comes into it, he's sitting next to Buddy Rydell on the plane, uh, the, the air, the stewardess, or what do we call them? I know what you're talking about. Flight attendants? 
I, 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 just, I, I can tell you're going with they this. They pull out a lot of 9-11 stuff. Yeah, I was like, this happened right after 9-11, right? Like, this is, yeah. he does a I, bit much. I don't know why they're talking about yeah, it so much. That, like, uh, this is a tough time to go through right now. It's like, it's not, it was, no, it was at that point, because I didn't fully remember before that, it was at that point when they start like laying on the 9-11 stuff thick, I was like, oh, this has got to be a fucking, oh, I remember it's a setup. Yep, okay, I remember everything now. <laughs> it was literally, that was what made me realise, was this is, the suspension of, my suspension of disbelief aside, this is too much. Does that make sense with that, like, why... That, what, the 9-11 stuff? No, like, why, yeah, why would they be saying that if it was a setup? Because, like, how is that in any way related to him asking for some headphones? It's a it's movie. Not. It's so... Dis- no, but that's what I mean. It's so disproportionate that it's like, I can't even believe this is a movie thing. This is too much. It was pretty- if it would happen in a movie and it, it was for real, it wasn't a setup, I'd be fine with it. Because it's a movie. That's what happens. People take... Uh, but that's like, what that I'm happens. saying. My suspension of disbelief will only go so far. It was too much. Was Even for a movie. I felt like it was just... Oh, yeah. No, no. It was, it was, it was way, way too much. Because yeah. they mentioned it on Twitter. They fucking tase him. And the only reason he yells is because they're being completely unreasonable. And even then, he doesn't really yell that loud. Yeah. He's this, just protesting. Yeah, the, 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 the air marshal was actually unreasonable because he wasn't in on it. He was just being... Yeah, but he would... I, yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. But it was just like... But the, the, the side of this movie does feel an awful light, lot like, um, in, it's basically like, it's like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, if they bumped it right up, it genuinely wasn't Larry's fault. Um, so not like an episode so of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So not really, but a little bit. <laughs> like, it genuinely wasn't his fault. Um, yeah, this movie could have uh, benefited oh, a lot from... Bum, bum. No, but I, I, I didn't get to the last part. Also, they took all of the jokes and fight all of the jokes. Immediately, I realized, like, this movie... Like, when I was getting annoyed at this movie, it's, like, it's not funny. Was, I don't know who this is for or who enjoys this. There was only one point in this movie where I genuinely laughed out loud. And it was, like, the very last bit of the movie where John Turturro tackles him from... Tackles I, him actually, from the tree. I, I actually laughed a lot. I actually... I, liked, I, I laughed at the, when the tennis ball got thrown at the blind person. Well, that, that was the thing. I was, gonna, I, I was gonna say, that was, like, the, I was just waiting for, the, like, the, there's always just gratuitously people getting hurt when it doesn't need to be in these movies. Like, that 100% wasn't necessary in this movie. <laughs> um, um, but another thing, I, the, I, I laughed at the really, really fat cat... I liked everything with the fat cat. I thought it, I thought yeah, it, no, I thought it was a was toy scary. at first. I loved everything about the fat I was, cat. I was watching and, it and, and with Guga and she's like, and we were trying to figure out like, okay, so it's definitely a cat's head, but what's the rest of it? Like, what's the deal? It's I, like, no, it's, it's a real cat. It's the whole real thing's cat. a real cat. It's just a real cat. Um, and also, I, I, I actually, I don't know why, but I really liked the bit where uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani did the you can do it. Like, I thought <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, do you know what... Uh, 16-year-old me watching this movie in cinemas really liked in this movie. What? The lesbian porn stars. Yep. One uh, of them is... January it? Jones! Yeah. January Jones. Yeah! yeah. Emma Frost. I didn't remember Which that. is interesting. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. No. Uh, let's well, let's talk about his anger management group a little. Yes. So we've got the lesbian porn stars. We've got January Jones and... Um, other... other uh, I don't know who plays the other one. Yeah, but those two. Uh, we've got John Turturro... Uh, we've got Luis Guzman. We've got um, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, I don't know what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Lundgren, Jonathan Lundgren, who's in a lot of Adam Sandler. Who's, who's usually Peter Dante's. Uh, if you've watched, buddy. if you've watched any of them or listened to any of this, you're, <laughs> it's all we need to do. Yeah, and he plays a, a football fan who gets very angry about the football. Yeah. Um, as they very as they do. Uh, John McEnroe was in one scene yeah. at one point. Was they, that him sleeping on the yeah. floor? Why was he sleeping on the floor? Dude's got anger issues. Was John, John McEnroe was in Mr. D. Yeah. Yes, he was. I he think was... they're just friends, him and Adam I think Sandler. they might be. Yeah, this is, this is, this, that fills into the whole 
Adam Sandler just makes movies to hang out with his friends. Yes. Yeah, I think John McEnroe... Louise Cotton onto that. John McEnroe is Cotton onto that. Are you calling him... Lu- I mean, it's Louis. I guess Lu- it... Louise. It Luis. sounds more like Louise when you say it with that, the Guzman part. Yeah, Louise Guzman. Yeah. And his buddy, Gomez. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nobody understands what you're talking about. Who's many Gomez do you want? I want Who's five. <laughs> anyway... Um, but you know those characters feel strangely like they feel set up too much for how much they're well, in the movie. Like it's yeah, odd. yeah, no, they weren't that much, especially Chuck or uh, the first. John the first character. thing I just say yeah, no, John Turturro's character. Like oh, because uh, when 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 they had that bit where he's he's like he's his like, anger, 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 anger ally. I was like oh, I don't remember John Turturro being in this movie like a lot. No, but, he's not. But like yeah, I was thinking he must have been. Like, no. That's just so that he can punch a waitress in the face accidentally <laughs> yeah. hey, with um, a blind man's cane. Also. That, like, I know it is all a setup. The anger management group, but they're all talking about stuff. When it comes to his turn, and Buddy Rydell is being willfully obtuse uh, in his instructions, and, like, to, hey, can you, you know, tell me about yourself? He's like, oh, I, I was annoyed. I'm going to make a potentially unorth- unorthodox suggestion. I think he's an unethical doctor. <laughs> not at all. Like, it's crazy. But not only, that, not only does it annoy me where it's like, I would also be getting annoyed by this because he's uh, you're, you're answering the question. He's like, no, no, I don't mean this. It's like, well, maybe say what you mean. But also, the other people in the therapy group laugh at him. Yeah. I don't think that's what group therapy... I feel like that's very bad practice as a member of like, being part of group therapy is laughing at someone else who is trying to like express their issues in any way. Like that... It's just... It's all pretty it's, fucked. It's insane. Like, the idea that... I, like, I don't think... It doesn't matter if it's a real lawyer. I don't think you can conspire with a lawyer to fool someone into thinking they're going to jail. You can't do that, right? Uh, I mean, the judge. He talked like he got the judge. Like, I mean, we don't have to get in-depth into the real laws of this, I mean, but like, I feel like, like the fact that... Are you really that like puzzled? Is that really not? Is that really not just like a cut and dry? Like you can't okay, well, do I mean, that. The, the issue there is like just because you're friends with a judge, there's no way that judge would have done that. Yeah. Uh, although having said that, but American stuff, I, like. I but like, like this movie goes fine because it's a movie and that's the way that it was yeah. written. There is so many points. Oh, he which, could he could sue a lot of people. But for all, sure. all of these things happen in this movie could have gone so. And the other thing about it is that. I guess the idea is that he's a man that's bottling it all in. And this is, like, what I was thinking about when I was watching the movie. Is like, I guess the idea is that, is that it's an unorthodox anger management technique where he basically just just pushes him and pushes him and pushes him until he lets it all out. Hey, do you know what probably would have worked better, though? Real therapy? Like, real therapy. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. a genuine therapist. Because he doesn't have, like... He's he, not a very good therapist. Like, he's got... <laughs> okay, he, he shows growth in this movie, and it's maybe fair enough, but... Probably not the most efficient way to do it. This guy has, like, very mild-mannered problems that could be sorted through very conventional therapy. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Like, very mild-mannered problems, but also, like, what they do, basically, is there are points in this movie where things that you do are genuinely bad. Like, they push a good man to do crazy things, and then he kind of pulls... He pulls back at the end. Like, there are so many points at which that could have gone wrong. It could have gone so... Like, like he... He punch... He beats up a monk. He yeah. beats up a monk at a monastery. John C. Riley. Like, it's yeah, not... A, it's not a good thing that he does that. It's not a good thing that he no. does that. He... And there was that really dramatic moment also where he pulled a fake gun. It was he, like, is this a real gun? It's, it's also... It's also extremely... He threatens to, like... Yeah. To beat up his boss. Like, none of those things are okay. It doesn't matter that he, like, makes good at the end. That's it's, a, it's assault. This is... Cr- like, this is all crazy it's and also, too much. It's also... Very unrealistic that, uh, like, you know, it's one of those things that you think it's like, oh, he's trying to run. But John C. Riley's character, like, the monk, is still just like, yeah, it's pretty funny, though. It's like, 
He's a fucking monk. There's no yeah. way he'd react like yeah, that. Yeah, that that scene was just stupid. They were like, yeah. "We've got to have like a fight scene." I was like, "Yeah, that that scene was pretty ridiculous." But yeah, so John C. Riley is in this Another movie. Another thing, I love. Uncredited. I love John C. Riley. He's done some hey, bad movies. Hey guys, you know who? Else, you know, speaking yeah. of his boss though, fucking Kurt Fuller. Yeah. Now I have trouble. I love Kurt Fuller. Yeah, but I have trouble <laughs> taking him seriously ever since we watched No Holds Barred. Yeah. No, I love him down like because that's like if the you've definitive. Ever seen, if you've Kurt ever seen Fuller. No Holds Barred, he plays an insane. A TV executive who, <laughs> who, as part of his plan to force Hulk Hogan to, to sign an exclusivity contract to his TV network, uh, pays a man to try and rape his girlfriend. Guys. That's a real thing that happens in that movie, I, and I highly suggest I mean, you I watch do, it. I it's, really, it's, also, he dies by being thrown into electricity. There's a, it's there, a bat there's fucking a part, insane movie. This is a movie where Hulk Hogan is inside a limousine and he kicks the side and it moves the car. <laughs> like, I, yeah, genuinely, look at I cannot say this enough. It's you a, need it's to a watch. Really good you movie. need to watch that movie, and we're going to discuss it when we watch it over and over again in the podcast. No holds barred because that's what we would do. No holds barred. We're going to watch it over and over and over and over again. I love it. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the ending. Did you talk about the ending just then? Yeah, where he, he yeah, dies yeah. from being thrown into like a electrical yeah, and and children cheer. cheer. They cheer. It's fantastic. Why are we watching this movie? <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. There's way better Kurt Fuller movies um, out there. But yeah, no, that's a very good movie. And Kurt, Kurt Fuller, he's a good character. I really like Kurt He's Fuller. a dick in this movie. But yeah, Kurt Fuller is great. He's great. As, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Woody Harrelson, we did touch on him. We sort of, to get back to it. I don't know. Like, Woody Harrelson really was... Playing like, Galaxia. W- was playing it up. I don't, well, I, I don't know that I like that character. No. Well, at first I was like, is he playing like a trans woman or a cross-dresser? Okay, based on the fact that he's then later as uh, a man at the baseball stadium or whatever they're at, he is a clearly a like he's not a trans woman. No, but because may, he may, goes back, like he he just he dresses up as a woman, but he he's a gay man who dresses up as a woman and like. But then, but then at the same time, I didn't like that about it because then it's just like. It's just like, oh yeah, look at that. He's a normal guy, but he does this fucked thing, and he's ashamed of it. That's a really weird. Yeah, and the way that he's like, oh, can I go throw up now? It's like, well, this is this is kind of gross. Yeah, no, this like, is real he, gross. but it was still treated as like a punchline, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 like no, like to me, I did, I like that less because it's like this is this isn't a valid thing, and like we don't believe that this is a valid thing. This is just a silly thing. Yeah. Um, also, uh, that worked out nicely. Like that wasn't part of the plan, but that worked out so he could get on the field. Yeah, like, that was convenient. Also, Woody Harrelson is an interesting-looking man, and he's a really interesting-looking woman. <laughs> yeah. like, he's a good actor. He's got yeah. he's got so much going on in his face, though. Like for for a very normal face, he's just like like for an I he's got such an interesting face. He's, yep. I've got I'm one of, you know Damien. My friend Damien. Yes, look, I do know him. Luke knows Damien. I'm just, I'm just, you know, saying that so that people know who I'm talking about. You said about that he it. has an interesting face. I told him one time that he looked like Woody Harrelson, and he was quite offended. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Harrelson's got a hell of a jawline. It's like, but he, like, I kind of get it. Like, someone could either be like really complimented or highly offended to be compared also, to Woody Harrelson, like physically. Yeah. Also, he's a, he's a decisive man. Also, man. if you've ever seen uh, True Detective season one. Particularly episode two, you should every man, every heterosexual man alive should be jealous of Woody Harrelson. Yes, because of that scene, and you know what scene. And if you've watched True Detective season one, you know what scene I'm talking about. Uh, yes, you should absolutely watch it. J- even okay, first Has of all, he got a big dick. No, first of all, we'll get to that. <laughs> first of all, uh, first of all, season one of True Detective is near perfect television. Very, very good. Mm, uh, everyone a, should watch it. They should just cut off season, season two and just call season is, one just True Detective. I enjoyed, I enjoyed season two, but if you were expecting the same thing as season one, you were going to be disappointed always. Um, but there's a scene in the second episode of True Detective season one that is just stunning. 
just real great. It's good. We'll discuss that in uh, Poo Detective, which is why I watch Poo Detective <laughs> while taking a shit. <laughs> back to back on uh, toilets that are fa- all facing into each other. Um, oh. Hey, so also speaking... Why can we discuss this? Do you not want to do that? Yeah. We're, dude, you need to tell me now, because I'm spending a lot of money getting that bathroom set up. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it's an expensive rig. Like, can you imagine how, like, a custom... Like the plumbing, the stress on the plumbing. Get, it's hard to get custom-made like porcelain things. Yeah. This is like Morgan. The ball is rolling. I suggested the ball por- is already rolling. I suggested on this. I suggested getting porta potties facing each other, and Oliver was not having a bar. I was not having it. Shit idea. It is quite literally a shit idea. <laughs> uh, Man, but, but we're doing it. He, and if you are not a, in, you need to tell me right now. That was a good out on that. Why did you ruin Morgan's <laughs> out? You ruined it. Let's move on. I mean, I had some record time. Uh, do we... Hey, Heather we... Graham's in this movie, too. Yeah. Uh, she... Oh, hey, guys. Have you ever uh, gone into a bar and said and someone... Said, go on. Hey, I'm sorry I was so rude before, but it's difficult for me to express myself when I'm on the verge of exploding my pants. Has that ever worked for you? No, I want you to imagine the two ways that someone could say this. One way would be the way a person that thought of saying that would say it, which is like... Very creep, confident. Creepy. But imagine a man who is like... Clearly being forced to say it. I don't feel it sounds like... He sounds like he's got a gun to his head saying that to you. <laughs> Wouldn't that make you fucking wet? <laughs> it's gross. It's so it's gross. It's very... Yeah, it is. Um, but she's a porker in this movie. <laughs> she's... She's... So attractive. She throws. She throws brownies at we, him. Yes, yeah, she, she throws. Also, she throws her brownies. She's at also him. wearing. <laughs> like no, but that's the, that's the thing about it. Is that like it's such a strange food because it just looks like someone's throwing turds. Yeah, it looks like, she looks like she's got shit in her mouth. She's also wearing what? What? It was like a sports team underwear for some reason. Was yeah, it, and yeah. That, was it Nets? No. And, and the only thing it had to do with that is like he just like doesn't he didn't like, like that. Yeah, like but I didn't really know what they were trying to I do. I guess with like, that. I guess it was the whole thing like he likes the Yankees and he wanted to, to propose at the Yankees she's, game, but she was wearing something she's else. She's real like, hot. But also, you know who else is know, really hot? I don't know that we've actually said is the person in this. His girlfriend is Marissa Tomei. Yeah, yeah we yeah. mentioned that. We did. Yeah, oh, she's, like can we talk about how hot she, how hot she, she is? Guys, though? guys, can we talk about when Marissa Tomei bites her lip? Because it's oh that boy, because that is maybe one of the, I noticed like, that like, like, it's so good. Like I feel like I noticed it several times. Just like oh boy, like I feel like I've been trying. Like every time there's one of, a movie with a hot girl in it, we always just like oh she's pretty hot. And no, I'm the like, Marissa. I've been trying to, but like no, like that is like quintessential. That is amazing. Google Marissa Tomei lip bite. You will not. Morgan, well, do it right now. Just make sure we get the right results here. But you will not be disappointed because it's just great. It's very good. It's really really good. I just realized. This movie has three people that are in Boogie Nights in it. Yes. Gordon Louis Guzman, uh, who we were just talking about, Heather Graham, and uh, John C. Riley. But, I mean, do you think it's because, like, I mean, Boogie Nights, Paul Thomas Anderson, Adam Sandler is clearly... Did Paul Thomas Anderson secretly write this movie? No, but I think maybe that's how he knows those people. They are, like, they're all stalwarts of, uh, of Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Yes. For the most part. Also, I just want to point out... Because this is a PG, this is a PG thirteen in a movie in America, which has some kind of strict requirements. I'm One of real which, sleepy guys, it's hot in this room. <laughs> yeah, I think Googie put the heating on. Nah, I feel like you gotta I, hear it. I feel like I we're losing. Can you I not feel, hear it? Yeah, I can. Hear I it. feel like we're losing steam, and we need to okay, turn the heat so, off. So, so, um, oh fuck! All right, uh, there's only one f bomb in this movie because it's PG thirteen, and it's I actually did because um, I noticed I'm like, is the only so the only Tommy says fuck is when yeah when he says the line and she's like oh yeah and he goes you gotta be fucking kidding me. Wait, what, when is that? Like, when she... No, he goes, get the fuck out of here. That's what he says. When when he says, like, he finally, like, stumbles through that awful pickup line mm. and she's receptive, he just goes, get the fuck out of here. That's a yeah, weird that's point right. for to use. It's yeah. only... It's it subtle. I think I like it. The best use of the single F-bomb by far is Days of Future Past, X-Men. 
What's what's it being? Uh, it's just uh, he goes. Uh, is it? Uh, Magneto goes into Ma- Magneto, Magneto goes and, into, uh, and Professor and and X go, they're, they're, they're go into a bar to talk to like uh, Logan yeah. and he just like they go to talk to him and he just goes fuck off yeah, and that's the other time he's like he literally goes up to him and goes excuse me fuck off yeah. <laughs> that's it. it's real good, it's good. Um, but yeah so Heather Graham very attractive uh, oh shit we're not I gotta say, anymore we just said fuck like three times I gotta say I like, despite the fact that it was unnecessary, like, that scene after he fights John C. Riley the monk, uh, and they're in the car, I, he is more likeable when he's angry. At least more interesting. Like, he's there's more of a yeah. character to him. John C. Riley. No, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler. I stopped paying attention. Dave Bosnick. <laughs> it's really hot in this room. It is, it is a bit hot. Is it? <laughs> also, oh, also, when he takes... Okay, oh, also, so, yeah, like, his girlfriend breaks up with him because it's a whole part well, of the plot. I don't know. No, no, why. they have a trial separate. Whatever. Actually, I, I guess when you're saying he's a different character... They're dating other people. It's probably a good point to bring up the idea... The idea that I had about this movie is what it feels like... Like, we've talked about the different kinds of characters that Adam Sandler plays, like, the evolution of it and, like, yes. the idea of who Sandlor is. Yes. This is almost like someone... An exploration of, like... Well, the... it's like someone, rec- like, realised that Sandlor is this, like, really speci- oh. specific thing and then they were like, let's take that character. It's like... It's an alternate continuity to everything else, but this is, like, the origin of Sandlaw. Like, how does a man become that way? Yeah. How does he get, like... Expressed him feelings. How does he get his life, like, all borderline ruined, but then, hey, guess what? It's, it all worked out fine somehow. It worked out right. Um, yeah, it just feels like, how do you make how do you make someone that way? But also, there's all... I don't know how you're supposed to feel about how he is originally as well, because... Uh, he's clearly a piece of shit because that's he's, he's got to be fixed. That, that that was the thing that I liked about it originally that it wasn't like that where it's almost like this is a normal character for Adam Sandler. Um, it's quite different. It has different character traits to all of his normal ones. But then, like in the end, you're like, yeah, I feel like you're supposed to think he's an idiot. Like the idea that he has this weird job that's to do with like I would love like to. Wa- I assistant. would love to my job to be make ca- just catalogs. Of well, cat it's weird, no, but it's unclear though because like he's he's careful as assistant as like. But it's as almost his like job, as, so, like, as as maybe right, progressed. I'm like, are you supposed to be like, oh, what a fucking sissy with a sissy job? He's got to punch a monk and get his life together. And he's got to he's got to punch Alan Covert from a distance that is too far and yep. did not connect and was very obviously fake. That was the immediate note that we, I made. Yeah, all right, yeah, let's. All right. Like, let's... Yeah, so it's the Covert Allen report. He has a relatively big pretty... part in this movie. <laughs> we, we got pretty far into this without mentioning how big, of, of, oh, yeah. of... how big of a part. And I actually wrote down my note for Alan Covert was um, Andrew, in love with Marissa Tomei, huge dick in more ways than one. Which is a joke <laughs> that they make later on when he said, man, you need to give it to the, the fucking... He's, he's just got to give it to the biggest dick in the world. He's, well, I don't know about biggest in the world, but like, he's got a huge dick. If the joke yeah, is he's got a huge he's, dick. He's got a giant penis. He's definitely not very covert. Because uh, no. apparently people can see his giant dick through his pants. Yes. Buddy Rydell, less wrote, Buddy Rydell notices his dick in his pants. Or oh, did like Marissa Tomei tell him about it? I guess... I guess she, if but we she want to retcon that... She way, had never noticed. Yes. She says. She says she had never noticed. Um, <laughs> but they dated, right? Yeah, but she said she never saw it. She says that because he asks her about it. Yeah. Like, as soon as he yeah, realized, as soon as he sees it. Yeah, ba- basically... True. The, women, the, women do that. That's true. This is basically This is basically another version of the Alan Co-Star report. Like, this are you suggesting that women are all liars, Morgan? I'm suggesting everyone is all liars. But, like, are you suggesting... But, like, women, though. But everyone. I mean, we all know you're a huge misogynist. Why are you trying to make this sexist? Because we all know you're a huge misogynist, Morgan. Says the racist on the couch. Yeah. I'm not... 
You're gonna have to beep that. <laughs> yeah. For sure, gonna have to beep that. You just beep a lot of that. Just probably just beep as much. I'm not beep. Anyway, but, but, no. But the other the, the um Alan Covert. It's like it's. This is almost another version of the Mr. Deeds thing where he's like. Usually, Alan Covert is his friend, but this is like the Alan. But like, as, like as, and Little Licky as, as well. Like yeah, the Alan antagonist. No, no. I mean, like this is like the Alan as a secondary a secondary antagonist is a thing that he plays quite fleetingly yeah. in some yeah. of them. Like. It's interesting. But he also... He's not in on the plan at all. No. No. He's just a... He's just a predictable, like, pawn to use. Yeah. Like, they know exactly what he's going to try and do. Yeah. He just and also like, just and that, and that's gets the, a job but, but, that, but that is the weird thing about the idea that, like, he's jealous of... Oh, he lost... He would have lost his job, right? Yeah. Like, because what happens is he says he's like, you know, basically, oh, you should give me this job instead or whatever... And it's like, yeah, except for the fact that, like, what you just did means you're going to get fired because that would constitute misconduct and you would be fired. No, but the guy was intimidated and was like, no, I, I want this guy. He yeah, if impressed. I was intimidated, I would probably fire him. This is a movie, Luke, though. But also, but also, you're assuming. That's not made clear at all. Dude, you haven't seen Kurt Fuller in No Holds Barred. <laughs> he doesn't fuck around. This isn't Kurt Fuller, this is Fran. But... But also, but also, right. yeah, it's it. Is there a conclusion to that? Like, do you actually no, find out? No. no. He, the may last, have, he, he may steps have been on. In, he steps on Alan's face. And to be and honest, he may have been in. Oh no, because he be, he like fights. He punches him, doesn't he? He does. Does he punch Kurt Fuller? He might. I don't remember. But honestly, though, I think you're no, meant to be. You're meant to think like, oh yeah, but this job is like a bullshit job, so he should have a better one anyway. So if not a promotion at that company, then maybe he should work guys, elsewhere. Guys, don't believe it. It's a sick job. Executive assistant is a perfectly fine job, and like, guys. Fat cats. It's what business is all about. <laughs> he makes. Yeah, it's what true. business is that's all actually, about. That's actually really. Uh, yeah. But, but like in all that's seriousness, buddy, buddy, fat cats. It, they never, they never made that. No, they joke. don't. They could have so easily made it's, that it's joke. Very, I think it's it was, subtle that they actually. They, they basically handed it. No, they handed it to themselves. Yeah. That is definitely not their intention. In all seriousness, making clothing for fat cats, <laughs> Oliver. That's like surely one of your dream jobs. Oh, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> it'd be. I'm not. I'm not joking. I know you're this not. Is I'm not, not joking this either. is not a joke. Hey, if you're listening and you run a company making clothing for cats, also, what's a job? Also, as a as like a, as a person who likes to like make things, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the thing, but I am like a design student. I design things. I want that goddamn program where you can put a cat there and when you squeeze its clothes, <laughs> it goes, its eyes get big. <laughs> I want that technology. That's definitely that made that was they made that just for the movie. Wow, that. Like, Oh. <laughs> I was, I don't think it's, it's, no words. It's just, no words. It's just good. Too stoked. It's just good stuff. Um, um, can I just... Yeah, uh, go. I actually, like, went... Like, got... T- I was taken aback at one point in this movie where I was like, that did just happen. The car fell off the roof? Yeah. Also, weird, like, very clearly CG. But... That was... Like, he broke... Yeah, that, okay, he first fucked of that all, car up First of all, I was like... What I don't the, the character what? accepts that to me. No repercussions. Yeah. First of all, it was like, what is this weird fucking car park that they're on? Yeah. What? Who the fuck parks that would just drive off and park someone else in like There's that? no barrier? It's so but weird. No, but, no, but th- these are the parts... That's where the elevator comes up, though. These are the parts... Yeah, it's basically like, you. there's three ele- and the elevator comes up I gotta, there. I gotta admit, I, I wasn't paying as much attention. It's a really weird system. I think it's old, I guess. Right. I don't know. But these are the parts of the plan that don't make sense, where it's like, look, we get that it's all made up, and it's like to get him somewhere, but these are all the things where, like, that's like putting genuine just random people in danger. Yeah. You can't block, like, a bridge. You can't do any of that stuff. Like, all the parts of the plan that are just, like, crazy and dangerous. Hope you gotta hope for the best. 
Yeah. The guys, the guys, the guys, uh, not, he's just different. He's hey, this, he's, this movie has that, this movie has that gift that I always see on the internet, which is the Jack Nicholson nodding, which is when he's like telling him to t- say the pickup line. It's just like, it zooms in on Jack Nicholson's face slowly as he's like making this rookie face and just nodding slowly. I don't know that we can confirm that came from this. I think Jack Nicholson's no, probably no, no, done no. that face a no, lot. It's definitely from this. Um, Jack Nicholson has definitely done that face Another over scene, over again, another though. scene that I was like, what was that about? Why is he electric? He's like got that electric thing on yeah, his hair. Like, what the fuck yeah, was that? Yeah, this movie's just got a couple of scenes of gratuitous special effects. Like, why? Also, that was a really. This weird. is not really related, but something else I wanted to talk about at the end when Adam Sandler's like proposes to his to his girlfriend. Um, he doesn't have a mic or anything. No, but he's, like he's, he's just not, shouting. At he's the crowd. not. He's no, not, but you know, everyone can hear him. You can hear the echo. Like it he's is meant being to have a mic. amplified. Yeah, Rudy now. Giuliani, mayor of New York, can hear him from the thing because he tells him to How, keep talking. But like Rudy Giuliani was in the first row, though. He was like right but, front. But, 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 but you can hear really it, like, far away. You can hear like the reverb and stuff. Like it's Baseball meant to be amplified. Fields are very big. Yeah. But like he could have been like right in front of like it's clearly the mayor is more believable but that but it's amplified like it has he has a microphone he doesn't I don't know if you know this football the stadiums are actually designed to echo so you can hear what the players are saying when they're playing I didn't know that that's good to know um so I I admit I don't go to many sports games so I can't prove you wrong (laughs) yeah no watching these Adam Sandler by many I mean I go to no sports games watching these Adam Sandler movies that tend to have at least fairly consistent reference to sport is maybe the most sports I have to deal with in my life which is depressing for many reasons is it? yes I don't give a shit I don't care about sports no it's depressing that we have to put up with it in in these movies (laughs) no I don't care it doesn't make it any worse it's fine yeah, yeah but I mean like watching these movies at all being exposed to these movies at all is it's interesting look it's there's something about movies that like uh, do you think they got the guy the what guys... is this this is like what the 20th movie we've watched but the, talking about the gratuitous like yeah. do you think the guy Ugh. exactly 20 do you, do you what think... the fuck are we doing guys do you think the guy that did uh, special effects on this also did special effects in Little Dicky? <laughs> Because he's just, like, really playing. These were better than Little Nicky. I don't, know that, I don't know that I agree with that. Do you guys remember... Some the... stuff in Little Nicky was okay, but then, like, the spiders... Eh. Remember the morphing terrible. faces? <laughs> oh, yeah. face morphing was oh. ages... Like, like started ages ago. With we should just be crazy. thankful we've come a long way, come guys. Long way. I was yeah, just thinking... Louis is part of the crew. I was just thinking about having... part here. It's great. Guys. Wait. Little Nicky came out what year? 2001. So like two years before this one. We haven't come that far. No. <laughs> Seems like we watched a lot of movies between though. Man, that was a very productive time for Adam Sandler and his production company. Ah! Star-Lord is attacking us! A poster just fell down in here. A poster That always Star-Lord. happens when the heat is on. Oh, he's shooting his guns pointing at the microphone. Um, don't shoot it! Do you guys... Don't... Sh- oh, please! Don't shoot it! Do you guys have anything else to say about this movie? Uh, no, I... Like, uh, we are like... We are very rapidly losing steam. I think we need to move on to the same. Uh, I just... Me, this, like, just I might have something. Literally all I have to say about this movie is... It was, it was fine. It was yeah, okay. no, this movie... Like, this movie and this this podcast... Feel, I didn't hate it. It was just boring. I like, I, I feel like we've said we've said some interesting things. This conversation feels like it has been scattered because uh, this movie is pretty scattered. It is. This movie is... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of... It's just a real piece of work. I don't necessarily recommend that people watch. But it is a lot of know. like it is a lot of kind of disconnected. I actually think to me it feels like a, a lot weird of it's movie disconnected. I think it's actually amazing that it, if it's meant to make you feel the way. Yeah, it does, I think it's quite successful. Quite an achievement. Yeah. It's, no, it took it's... me. It took, for sure took me on some form of emotional journey. Like it was interesting. I but I don't. I kind of didn't like any of that though. Like the idea of like this is what someone thought would be entertaining to me is like frustrating to me. It's like none of this is fun. Like. 
Like, why are you doing this to me? Like, imagine the idea that I've gone into a cinema and I've paid money for this experience. We did. You and I did that. But, like, I didn't care when I was a kid. Like, imagine... I'm imagining this today. Say, this Oliver, now, without knowing anything about this movie, I went to somewhere and I went to... A, oh, I went somewhere. I went to maybe something like, like a cinema where you pay money to see movies. Well, like, one of them big rooms with a big old with screen, a big old screen we and pay lots money. of chairs. If I went maybe to Maybe some popped corn. If I went to one of those and I gave them money and this was what they gave me, I would be like, I didn't want this. Why did you put this on me? <laughs> This is not what people I mean, find I fun. remember. I remember when I saw this movie. And it's not that it's bad. You were like 12, so you probably like didn't care. I was like 15, 16. I was like... I saw this movie, and Dude. I remember even at that age, when I was like... I was not a particularly discerning movie Dude. goer. But I remember seeing it and being like... Eh. Dude, like I thought it was... I enjoyed it more than I did probably watching it now. But I still don't think that I thought it was... Right. I mean, it's, yeah, I was, I was... I don't remember, it, like, thinking it was fantastic. I was, and I mostly enjoyed Adam Sandler movies at that point in my life. I was 12, and this movie featured a lawyer throwing a ball at a blind man in a courtroom. <laughs> so I would have liked it. I, I was 16, <laughs> and it featured two attractive lesbians. I do want to say to you, Luke... We were on board. If, if there's anything, career goals. It's got to give you career goals. You Don't you just... Don't you want to throw a ball at a blind man in a courtroom now? Are you suggesting I haven't already done that? Whoa. He is suggesting that. Well, yeah. he would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like before would you we... get disbarred for that <laughs> would depend like look it's, it would a, be... it's a pretty serious I thing suspect, to do I suspect that in almost every context it would certainly be frowned upon <laughs> it's really like I don't think nobody what if, what if you were playing tennis with the blind man did he wanted to play tennis in the courtroom but no just in everybody's general. reaction is just like well that didn't work and he's just like oh okay it's like no <laughs> everybody should be like what did you plan this but also, he wasn't blind. <laughs> what? The dude wasn't blind. When did they show that? At the end. Was he, he was at the end? I don't was think, he not? I don't think he was at I the end. I thought he was. Oh, I don't think that he well, was by the blind. I think that blind man just got nailed by the ball. No, in that case, there is way too... I don't know why I thought that, but there is way too much... Um, like, it is too collateral. Like, the, like, considering all the things that were set up, there was way too much of it that wasn't set up that just coincidentally yeah, went the way That's what I mean. Yeah. That was what I was trying to say about, like... Her plan for him in this movie is poorly thought out. It's it's well like it's well intentioned. Is it? Is it though? It seems well intentioned. It seems well intentioned, and it's totally poorly thought out. Thought out, and it doesn't deserve to have worked. It's like crazy what it reinforces the fact that it works at all. Like she shouldn't have done it, and it shouldn't have been okay. I just, I like because yeah, remembering that it was a setup. I tried to figure out as it went on. I couldn't figure out like what. What is the point of this? Yeah, like it actually just... That's the thing... I feel like that's the thing that they really glossed over. They didn't... Like... They went so quickly to everything that's going on. Like, it's almost like they didn't realise that the payoff... Oh! Doesn't... Like, they never set... They never actually set also, it up. Also, ultimately, they I would say up. the only issue that genuinely appeared to be solved uh, was... Uh, his problems with displaying intimacy in front of other people, and asking yeah. her to which which they do, which they do show, they flag immediately at the very beginning of the movie why yes. he feels that way. Yes, it's because a bunch of kids are his dick. Yeah, do you hear a weird dick? Mm, maybe like, every like literally the entire street of people laugh. Also, wait, are you suggesting? Wait, I know what you're suggesting. Are you suggesting this is an on in an alternate reality version of the character from uh, Juice Bigelow, male Gigolo who becomes a cop? No, maybe. Do you want to know what I am? I do want to know. It's something that I hadn't brought up. It's actually my first note for this whole movie that we had, I had passed over. Why would a clearly mentally disturbed girl in a straitjacket be at a street party? Yeah, that was weird. Like, she's, she's in the straitjacket. She's got a lot of qu- that raised immediately raised a lot of questions. No, for that's me. that's what they do when uh, they don't take you anywhere. They just stay released. They put Luke. the straitjacket on you and they throw you back uh, into your life. Stay released, man. That was. 
That's how we get Oliver once a week for this podcast, day release. Oh, it was just, that was, it's just real, like, what the fuck? It's crazy. It's off, to a, off to an interesting so, start. The, well, the first note I made was, really good casting for a young Adam Sandler. The kid's goofy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good, it was pretty good. Just quickly before we move on to the next set, I want to yep. move it, mention something that will then lead on to the ending of this movie. Okay. So, Jack Nicholson has something, uh, he must love, uh, West Side Story, and he gets them to sing... I feel I'm so pretty. I feel pretty. And oh, then so the ending a, is uh, everyone singing that. I feel pretty is uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. I think. Anyway, yeah, yes. The, the, I don't know. The, I, I don't it's know. Song this song that everybody knows apparently. Yeah, yeah everyone. At the, so the ending is like the guy whose car got destroyed pulls a gun. I mean, but then it's like I don't oh, think it's he's not the guy's really. car got destroyed. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not. But I also like, I also remembered immediately. It's like, and I went, oh, this is going to be also be. Yeah, it's going to be set up. At that point, you're like, I'm sick of setups. This whole, I'm sick of this. Why is this happening? And then they start singing. But yeah, then John Turturro's character like saves it. He like jumps it and it's like, oh yeah, that was Wait, funny. And then they sing again. So let's move on to, uh, we've already covered the Covert Allen Report. Uh, so the other segment that I do. Um, oh, girls! Just real people. Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Now the Bechdel test uh, is, uh, it requires, well, it requires that there are two female characters yeah, uh, there with are. names or whatever. Um, Speaking to each other about something other than a man. Now, now, Morgan and I were briefly discussing this before, and it's it's a little contentious because, again, it's a question of you know how do you define a conversation? Because the the two lesbian characters in this movie talk to each other, technically not about a man at some point. Yeah, they talk briefly, but it's really like kind of tied and like wrapped in amongst conversation that is about men. Yes. So I don't think... I think... I, I My gut says it still doesn't pass. Also, I wouldn't... It, it, I w- it, it comes close, but it's not in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah, it's also... Well, I don't I know that two I lesbian would... porn stars, like, two gratuitous lesbian yes. porn stars, like, for the sake of... Are really in the spirit of the Bechdel test. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's really, like, a win in any way. Like, yeah. Hey, women can do whatever they want. They, but, can, they can be two very sexy women that kiss each other if they want. But I think ultimately, yeah, just also even even so, like just the way that the conversations take place, I don't think it does. No, um, the increase, which is again not surprising. Increasingly, the answer to this question is feeling more and more worthless. Like I'm not learning anything from whether or not this is true in any of these movies. I mean, really, all we're learning is yeah, not that many movies. Not do. that many movies. I just like there's almost no takeaway at this point. It's just like yeah, I like these movies. Yeah, but just wait until we get to that. To, we get to a movie that like, yeah. it blatantly does. We'll have a backdoor party. Every time a movie maybe does, it's like yeah, but even if it did, it's pretty offensive to women. <laughs> yeah, but maybe there'll be one that passes with flying colours. It's a oh, movie no, podcast, man. Oliver. We gotta do movie thing. Yeah, Oliver. What's your idea instead? What's hey, your what, segment? What's your segment? I wasn't talking. I was like, I was. I bet you want to talk about whether you can finger a girl to it. That'd be. Fucked. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Why would anyone want to do that? That'd be awful. That'd be a real bad no, idea. No, dude, guys, I was just like, I was just pitching Mad Tent about... <laughs> about the lesbians Mads. in this movie? Because <laughs> I know I did. Pitching Mad content about how it's somewhat interesting, but also not interesting that we do this segment. It's... It's thoughtful and non-thoughtful at the same time. Well, I don't care. I don't know. It's hot in this room. I'm it's very really, sleepy. It's really warm in here. And I didn't enjoy this I'm movie. I'm quite comfortable in this room. My hands are hot. Jumper. Morgan, I'm touching your face. Feel how hot my hands are. Not that hot. They're just real weird. Oh, I, think, I think we can still... like We'll continue to touch on the Bechdel test. We don't necessarily just spend a lot of time on it. No. Unless it passes. But we do have a segment this week that I'm going to touch on because it's time for... Morgie's Trivia Corner. Is it, 
because I don't know if we've mentioned that Chris isn't I here this week. Might... We haven't actually mentioned. Oh yeah, kind of hey guys, Chris enough. isn't here this week. Um, I don't have a reason why. He's just not. Yep. He's got a, he's got better shit to do. None of you know Chris as well as we do, but that's pretty normal for him. <laughs> so, uh... Chris, I know you're going to listen to this. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So some trivia from this movie. Uh, so Buddy picks up a golf club and a baseball bat before choosing the baseball bat when he smashes the window of the Lexus that falls off the roof. Yep. Um, yep. In 1994, Jack Nicholson was cited for smashing a man's window with a golf club in a bout of rage. Oh, so it was a reference. So it was like, it was like a reference to when he did that. That's potentially interesting. Guys, yeah. can, you, can you imagine, like, the? T- I, I feel like Jack Nicholson would have made interesting choices while making this movie, like the ways that he's like... Like, as in what he was directed to do versus what he actually did? Yeah, I feel like a lot... Like, he's convincing as this kind of character because I believe that he's Jack Nicholson could be exactly that person. Yeah. He could be exactly that person. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. that's wrong. So, yeah. uh, next bit of trivia. Uh, I bet he was... I, I, I bet Jack... Honestly, though, I bet Jack Nicholson is a nightmare to work with. Um, I, I, uh, I'm, uh, so I don't want to burn bridges, man. Maybe Harry, if we get to work with him one day. Yeah, what if we ever get Jack Nicholson to be on this podcast? <laughs> exactly, what, I don't want to burn what bridges. a major guess. That would be a huge <laughs> guess. Harry Dean Stanton played the blind old man with the cane in the film. Yeah. He is Jack Nicholson's best friend. Okay. He was cast as the old man at Nicholson's suggestion. Fair enough. Whether it was suggestion or, hey, my friend is playing this part is... Uh, that name rings a bell. I, I can't... He's a bit... I know... I know the name Harry Dean Stanton. I'm sure I don't know the things. Guys, why doesn't Richard Kind get to be in George Clooney's movies? Yeah, people should cast their best friends and stuff more right. often. I just, Guys. I find the fact that they are friends so much more delight- delightful. It's so delightful. Much, so much more delightful than I've ever found like George Clooney in movies. I would just, I just want them to make movies together now. I want them to make a prank movie. Are they... <laughs> Jackass. I want them a to, Jackass like, style it, movie. It's like Jackass or like off your rock, <laughs> off their rock. It's like it's like that new twist on it. It's re- it's re- it's kind and gloomy, and it's a prank war. So this that one, does sound great. If you, uh, uh, Richard Kind and or George Clooney, if you're listening, please do that. But also, if people don't know, George Clooney and Richard Kind are best friends, you should look that up. And if you don't know who Richard Kind is... Uh, uh, you look at my picture of him and go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Go- oh, Google Richard Kind and be like, oh, yeah, okay. This next bit is kind of interesting because there's definitely a better one to do. But um, Adam Sandler donated copies of this movie to U.S. military bases supporting Operation Enduring slash Iraqi Freedom in the Persian Gulf as soon as it was released. Did he the do donated, that so they could use them to torture the prisoners of war? The donated version contains a five-minute introduction by Adam Sandler, who personally thanks the troops for what they are doing. Now, this isn't the movie you give to troops. This is a not-fun experience. Like, it does something, and I'm pretty yeah. impressed with what it does, but you don't give this to people for entertainment. Yeah, like, hey, you, thanks a lot. Do you know you want to give to someone who are maybe potentially teetering on the edge of their of being able to hold on to their wits and their minds uh, and are potentially witnessing horrors? Just a harrowing movie experience. Yeah, maybe maybe it's to, it's it's so they're especially angry and like merciless in their war activities. Yeah, they're supposed to be like no, what it is like is do, like doing guns and things. Yeah, and then when they're like, hey, you know that. You know that brown that you're shooting here in the Middle East? Because we hate all them browns because we're the military. Political. Um, <laughs> you know them. that That joke works way better when we're not three white guys talking about it. Oh, yeah. Like, if we were more diverse, you could maybe make that joke. But you should definitely tread carefully as you proceed with this. No, but what I meant was... I, it's almost like they were like... Okay. <laughs> as they're pointing their guns at the... Fuck, it's hot in here! 
They're pointing their guns at the person who is no specific race or gender or creed or religion. They're like, hey, pretend that it's Jack. Pretend that it's Jack Nicholson, and you're shooting him, and he's exploding like a jelly donut in a Quentin Tarantino movie. You're you, you hateful eight. Don't what you? are you? What was Be that more? all about? I did. I, I zoned out. We totally. I totally lost track of this as well. I mean, like maybe because like maybe they maybe it's a training tool in the sense that it makes you hate Jack Nicholson. Like, hey, you know all those people you're shooting at in war? Pretend that it's him. No, that I reckon. Seem like I reckon. No, nah, no, no. Hey, I reckon. Hey Morgan, do you know it's not a good solution to a lot of things? War or nah, politics? Nah. Here's what happened. Or political. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. They they got their base set up and they capture they capture an enemy person. Um, and they've got him and they're like we need to know where we need the information and he's like I'm not going to give you the information and they say oh really and they play anger management on a loop to him uh, for a little while and he's like I'm going to give you the information so you stop playing this movie yeah, that is more logical. This movie felt shorter, but than now lucky for them, movies. did it? This movie felt way too oh, long it to felt me long as. because it was it just so much of it felt unnecessary. Like it was reinforcing a point that was very clear, like pretty quickly. Yeah, like it was like all these scenes of like, oh, he seems well mannered, but he's angry. Let's make him angry again and again and again and again. Yeah. It's like okay, cool. This Good. movie could have been literally they could have told the same story. In half an hour. Yeah, no, there's like a whole uh, quarter of it maybe they could take out where th- that point in which before it's getting to the point where he like separates from her and it's almost like it's that it's like that like act in the movie where everything's falling apart to, for everyone to then put it back together again. There's a whole section before that you just cut bits out. It's just yeah, it's unnecessary. It's ridiculous. One final bit of trivia. Yep. Uh, Meatball, the cat that models in the cat clothing, is also the name of Adam Sandler's deceased yes. dog. Yep. That uh, Luke and I just watched a small short about, which hopefully is probably out by now, I would say. Uh, it's up to you, man. Yeah, <laughs> we just watched a small short about his dog. The meatball. meatball. It was great, Oliver. You the it. meatball is on your court, Morgan. And then I have... Shut up. One review I would like to read for this week's Fuck movie. you, Luke. <laughs> Fuck you, Oliver. <clears throat> funny comedy. Is the <laughs> That's very creative. This is a funny movie. When my, it? when my husband and I went to see it in the theatre, we were actually laughing out loud. And it was not just us, it was everybody in the theatre. So the other two people in the movie... Someone looking for a deep and meaningful plot will not find what they are looking for. (laughs) However, it is one of the best plots of all the Adam Sandler movies. Uh, I disagree. It would also not be for anyone who would easily get offended by off-colour jokes. Jack Nicholson is hilarious as the anger management therapist. Is he? <laughs> I, I was gonna, he's infuriating. But I was, I was going to say, like, he's not a comedy character. Like, no. it's he's nothing but annoying. He has some of the no, funniest actually, actually, parts in the whole movie. Adam Sandler is not too shabby himself as the as the not angry guy learning to be angry through a series of seemingly unfortunate. See, but even that person events. is the, the not angry guy learning to be angry. It's like that's not what anger management is. Yeah, no, actually, I just I was just thinking about it, and this was something that I was also thinking about while watching the movie. This movie is for people that just like like mean spirited things, like like people who prank people in really mean ways, like giving them too much tuna. <laughs> People who prank, like, prank people in... Like, I'm not a big fan of pranks in general. Like, no. Prank, especially prank, I like harmless pranks. I love a good harmless I really like prank. harmless pranks, but I really don't like pranks that, like, genuinely just really annoy the other person. I don't and like... I, I think that is who this is for. People who like... I don't like, like... I don't like pranks uh, involving any kind of violence. I don't like pranks involving any kind of property damage. I don't like pranks that genuinely piss people off. Yeah. I like pranks where everyone... Where, where the main... Could, like, basically, once the prank is over, the main thing you take away from it is people going, But why? 
Like, yeah. the prank where the person doing the prank is the most inconvenienced, and it's really, like, doesn't do it, but so, it's just... So, like, this podcast is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, this, this podcast is, is just a harmless <laughs> prank. I mean, I was just going to say, like, guys, we're sitting in an exceedingly hot room. My, my brain is turning into mush. Just listening to people review the movie, the 2003 movie, a- Anger And the motherfucker whose idea it was to do this, he's not here! here! This is, fuck. fuck you, Chris. <laughs> this is bullshit. We should I, just kick the microphone. Dude, how badly did that just, like, fucking top out the microphone? Oh, yeah, it's pretty... It's <laughs> Guys, pretty. we need to just kick over the microphone, leave the room, and nobody ever hears from us, including Chris or anybody who hears this podcast. <laughs> Let's just go kill ourselves. <laughs> Let's go kill Jack Nicholson. It'll come back next oh, week and be like Chris and a completely new cast. Um, do you have anything else you want to... We, I don't think we're, oh, fi- I don't think we're finished I have, with the review. I have we, one more thing I'd like oh, to say. Oh, was the review finished? If you're an Adam Sandler fan is. or a fan of the Screwball comedy, you will love this movie 9 out of 10. Okay, again, a wet, just a worthless sentence. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, the, the review was effectively finished. No, we didn't <laughs> need that. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I like, it, I like that this movie is like the only one that's made us like really mad and yell in podcasts. Oh, I'm not sure that's true. Morgan, is this an elaborate setup? Did you make this room hot as some kind of unconventional I'm, anger management technique. I'm pretty sure that we. I'm pretty sure we've yelled at this we, podcast before. No, but like that was the la- like this is this is not the maddest I've ever been. Uh, mixed nuts is 100. <laughs> I despise that experience. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's this has been the Adam Sandbox for yeah, another week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's just uh, keep rolling around and all that shit. Yeah, it's been yeah. good fun. Next week, you know what's next week? What? You know what's next? Uh, week? No, uh, you... Dicky Roberts. Oh, Another extended. Me. It's a David Spade movie, right? Sorry, yeah. Dickie yeah. Roberts' former child star. I remember really enjoying it as a kid. I'm probably going to hate it. I remember disliking it as a kid. What? Is, I, I am. Because right. at this point, this is the point where you would have been about 12 or 13, I would have been about 15, 16. You were coming to understand what a good movie is. Yeah. A, a concept a child does not understand. Yeah. So, look, that'll be something. That'll sure be, will. I'm sure Chris will be back for that. It's so. got to be better than this, right? I wouldn't be so sure. It won't make me angry or upset. I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, do you remember Joe I Dirt? just, I just... Joe Dirt didn't make me angry or upset. It just made me go, why? In retrospect, I feel like I enjoyed Joe Dirt more in retrospect than I did at the time. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, no, Joe Dirt... I just remember the bit with all the shit and then, like, Joe Dirt actually which stuff. Is, and that's to compare to, I still remember thinking Juice Bigelow was a real pile of shit. <laughs> but, like, we watch... A lot of the Adam Sandler movies we watch, and I don't really remember big jokes that I liked. Like, I think at least there was things that I enjoyed in Joe Dirt. Well, I guess we can be excited for Joe Dirt too some at some point. Yeah. But anyway... I thought I, you were to say... Joe Dirt 2 says this Dickie Roberts former child star a sequel to Joe Dirt wouldn't that be interesting oh let's let's think about it as if it was Dickie Joe uh, but anyway yeah so Dickie Dirt. Roberts uh, tune in for that one I guess former Dirt child god this mo- this podcast feels like the, what this movie was where this it's like just, a chore this felt like a chore and everything that we've said we've taken too long to express it and yeah, I don't know if, if anyone cares if like, still, we said it in the first if this place movie is the, if this is like the movie we should end it like the movie if you're still listening to this thanks but why I'm just I'm gonna leave. I'm so pretty. Oh, so pretty. Oh, it's got a gun! Oh, it's just a water pistol! I feel pretty and witty and gay! How like gay.